0: In 1993, I had just finished my master's degree in scenic design for theater. And my very first job was at Stage Door Manor, which was a children's theater camp in the Catskills of New York. And now the kids that went to this camp were rich kids and kids of celebrities. So my very first brush uh, came one day when I went into the office. And there was an older guy in there, kind of nerdy looking, didn't think anything of it. Um, and when I left the office, one of my coworkers said, "Did you see Neil Simon in the office?" <laughs> like i didn 't know who that was. <laughs> his His kid was in the camp. Uh, later that summer, uh, one of my shows was in production, and I was at the back of the house running lights. And just before the show started, I happened to glance over, and there was meatloaf <laughs> because his kid was in the show. Now, at, at intermission, I ran like a bat out of hell up to my room <laughs> to, get, to, get a CD, to get a CD and an extra fine Sharpie. Uh, not only did he sign my CD, but we had a little chat about his music and about Rocky Horror because I had been in a cast and I wanted to tell him that. Um, so about a year later, I had gotten into the union in New York, which meant that I could now paint scenery for film and television and Broadway. And uh, scenic artists don't normally, we don't normally see actors that often because our work happens before. Uh, and, uh, but sometimes directors will come onto the set to take a look and see how things are coming along. My very first film job was Die Hard with a Vengeance. And um, I was at a location in downtown Manhattan and we were doing the set for the, um, uh, it was the, uh, like the Federal Reserve Building lobby that you see in the film. And uh, the director, John McTiernan, walks in and looks at all of the set pieces that we were currently working on, working very hard to make it look really great. And he walks in and he says, what is all this shit? <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. I thought, I thought, oh my God, we're all gonna get fired. Uh, but it was fine. He just talked to the production designer, and they just cut some of the set pieces to make it look more like what he wanted. Um, so uh, a couple of other directors that I saw along the way had small brushes with. Uh, I got to see Penny Marshall on the set of uh, The Creature's Wife, and I got to see Ron Howard on the set of Ransom. Both, both of those brushes were very quick. Uh, It was, I saw them, and they saw me, and it was like... (laughs) Uh, Now, the set for Ransom was at Kaufman Astoria Studios in Queens. And that is also where they filmed Sesame Street. Oh, Oh, my gosh. I was so excited to get a chance to tour the set of Sesame Street. And the day that I got my Sesame Street set tour from the scenic artist who worked over there, um, Big, Bird, Big Bird was on the set, and uh, the, the man in the costume, Carol Spinney, chatted with me for a few minutes, and he allowed me to get my picture taken with him. Now, in thanks for the picture, I baked him some homemade cookies. In thanks for the homemade cookies, he gave me a signed poster of Big Bird, which still hangs in my house today. <laughs> that was really lovely. Uh, now, when, when I did get a chance to see actors on set, usually it was a case where there were multiple, uh, multiple sets at one location. So, we would finish one area and they would start filming over there while we were still finishing something over here. So, in those cases, um, for instance, I got to ride in an elevator with Nicolas Cage one day. Uh, I, we're, the film was The Family Man. Um, another time, um, I sat across from lunch uh, uh, from uh, Sarah Michelle Geller on a completely forgettable film. And then, um, but on the set of the Thomas Crown Affair, I was sitting there having a bagel one morning, and Renee Russo walks by and looks down at me and says, hello, I'm like, what, me, <laughs> oh. And I'm not even sure I said hello back because I was just so like, oh my God, it's Rene Russo. (laughs) Um, The star of that film was Pierce Brosnan. And my cousin was a really big James Bond and Pierce Brosnan fan. And I promised her that I would try to get an autograph. And I did. And not only did he give me his autograph, but he was very interested in the work that I was doing on the film and he wanted to know what other films I had worked on, and it was a delightful conversation. It was, he's a really, really nice guy. Um, a couple of other minor brushes I had in the television world, um, I was working on the set for the 1994 midterm elections, and yeah, those are sets, and most of the stuff is fake. Um, uh, Peter, Je- Peter Jennings walked onto the set to take a look, and I'm like, oh, my God, there's my, a- there's my anchorman in the room. Like, that was really cool. And um, I did get to work uh, backstage at the David Letterman Show um, for about a week or two. And um, I, I, I got to do a, a mock-up for a new design for the band. Uh, so I got to sit in a, in a separate studio and watch Paul Schaefer walk around my cardboard mock-ups of his new, of his new set. Um, and I also got to see the big-ass ham. Um, So, when a film finishes uh, shooting, they say, that's a wrap. And so, the cast and crew party is called a wrap party. Um, When I worked on the film Meet Joe Black, the wrap party was on a boat on a cruise that went around the tip of Manhattan. And and, uh, Brad Pitt was on the boat with us the whole time. I, I didn't talk to him. He was just having a great time. He drank tea all night. And he was just out there on the dance floor with everybody, and I do have a picture of him dancing next to my partner on the dance floor. So that was, that was pretty fun. Um, uh, another wrap party was for the film Ice Storm, and that was held at a big banquet hall in Chinatown in Manhattan, and the director was Ang Lee. And I got to hear just a beautiful speech uh, that Ang Lee gave us, our, the casting crew, about the work that we had done, bringing his vision to life, and also explaining the, like, extensive five-course Chinese dinner that we were about to have. And Sigourney Weaver and Kevin Kline were also in the room that night. Um, Another wrap party that I got to go to was for uh, the film uh, Music of the Heart, and the director was Wes Craven. Now, this was a family film, uh, you know, emotional drama starring Meryl Streep, And my partner and i were huge west craven fans and so we really wanted to talk to him about why are you doing this movie um and he did he talked to us about his career and his choices and how he got to direct this movie and you can google that uh so in uh in the year 2000 i moved to london with my partner who was british and when i got there Um, I realized that I uh, I couldn't actually make the same kind of money working in entertainment. So I started doing more um, interior house painting, and I got a really great mural job painting a mural in this woman's bathroom. And she lived in this cottage, and her bathroom had this sort of curved ceiling, and she wanted to see clouds on the sky, and she had a children's book, and I had several meetings with this woman developing the design for this mural. And then when I started doing the work, and I'm walking back and forth in this hallway where her bathroom was, there's all these pictures of her with famous people, including the Queen of England. <laughs> so, so I got home and I Googled her, because this was like 2004 by this time. So uh, it turns out I was painting for Stella Remington, Dame Stella Remington, who was the first female head of MI5 the British security service no idea just hired me to do a mural (laughs) Um, my last biggest brush with fame came when I got a call to do a music video and the musical artist was Paul McCartney oh my god not only did I get to paint the scenery for this uh, music video um, I got to be there the whole time they were shooting the video because they would take the set was in pieces, and they would, you know, shoot shoot this way, and then they'd put it back together, and I'd have to go and match up the seams and make it all look good. Early in the video shoot, uh, a crew member brought in a guitar for Paul to sign, and before he signed it, he took the guitar, and he strummed it a little bit, and then he started playing and singing yesterday. And let me tell you, that whole studio was just absolutely silent, Just loving this moment of Paul McCartney singing and playing for us. Um, Another day, I was sitting in this little set piece that was like a a castle, it was like a miniature castle, and you had to bend down to get into it. And I'm sitting in the middle of it, matching up the stones, making everything look good because they were going to shoot in there tomorrow. And I glance over, and there's Paul going like this, (laughs) looking in. And he waves, he waves at me, and he says, hello there. <laughs> I said, hi. And, and he said, um, you know, I'm going to be in there tomorrow. I said, yeah, I know. <laughs> and then he said, are you going to be here tomorrow? And I said, yes. And he said, check it. <laughs> Thank you.